0: I just wanted to take a brief moment to talk about the holistic nutrition program that i went through it's called the institute of integrative nutrition also known as ian and as cliche as it sounds this program totally changed my life in so many positive ways i honestly feel like you can just skip college and take this program it just gives you such a fresh and holistic approach to healing and lifestyle and everything in between which sounds like a lot of other programs but it was something so unique and I really looked forward to the modules. Um, the lectures are almost like TED Talks and you basically just sit there and learn about everything wellness and lifestyle. It's the world's largest nutrition school and throughout the entire program you're led through lectures from the leading experts in all fields of nutrition and wellness including people like Deepak Chopra which I know um, a lot of people are familiar with. Um. Secondly, it's all online, and you can choose from either a six-month or a year-long program. I personally did six months, so I received two modules per week, which was super easy to accomplish. I even did it with a full-time job and in the middle of moving to a new state. Um, it basically gives you a health coaching certification at the end, but it's really cool because you don't need to become a health coach in order to enroll in this program. It's the perfect way to just expand your knowledge in the wellness world and gain an extra certification while you're at it. If you're a nurse, physical therapist, or someone in the medical field, it will expand your practice to a more holistic approach. And if you're someone who's not in the medical field whatsoever, it is still something you will benefit greatly from. They talk about how some people who take it are just moms and dads who want to improve their own family's wellness overall. Um, I learned so much from spirituality, Two lifestyle habits with the primary foods of your life, which are career, relationships, home, environment, and then the secondary foods, which is nutrition. Um, they talk about superfoods, soil science, organic foods, all of that kind of stuff. And what's cool is they also have other courses, which you can take if you're not ready to commit to the full program. Um, these include courses on gut health emotional eating hormone health and even advanced business courses so if you're interested i have a referral code for you and you can also get up to two thousand dollars off the program if you pay in full which is what i did and it was the best purchase of my life so send me a message if you're interested (laughs) Hello everyone, so I wanted to talk about meditation today and the benefits behind it, the research and how it's helped my life um, and allowed me to be more mindful and calm in my daily life. Um, I think it's so interesting to me because I think we all have this awareness that mindfulness and meditation is something that can help us and we see it everywhere and there's apps for it. And some of the most successful business people and athletes use this to maintain focus and increase productivity. And I think that's something we're all seeking, you know, to find inner peace and balance. And it can also boost your metabolism, boost your immune system, reduce depression, and the list just goes on. And what it really is, is bringing you into a state of awareness of the present moment and it gives your mind a chance to log off for a while. I like to think of it in this sense. Say you got home and you pulled into your driveway and you left your car running all night long. And that's what it's like when you don't meditate. You do, your mind doesn't get a break and you're overstimulated all day long and then you go home and watch TV and play on your phone then you go on your bed and then you dream and your subconscious is working away at what it's received during the day and programming that into your subconscious um scientists have basically found that when your brain is in a meditative state it it rewires it in a way by pruning away the least used neurocircuits and strengthening the most used and it's also been proven that it increases the the size of your hippocampus in your brain. It's an area of your brain that's like the memory hotspot. So it allows you to store memories and recall information that you previously learned. Um, so even as you age, you're basically reversing the effects of mem- memory loss and brain deterioration. So... Another thing that it does is it it greatly improves your ability to handle stress. And everyone has things in their life that are stressful. And I think the common thing that we hear a lot is to avoid the things that are stressing us out or eliminate whatever that is in our lives, you know. But a lot of the times it's things you can't just avoid or <laughs> just let go of like our job or finances or you know stressing about forgetting to call your friend back or sticking to a diet literally anything those are not really things that you can just ignore (laughs) so instead of doing that and just ignoring your problems a better way to handle that is to find a place of stillness and meditation where you can enter into a heightened state of awareness and the present moment where you see things as they are and you're better, better able to cope with situations that come your way. Um, when you're constantly stressing your body produces more cortisol, which also impairs your sleep. It raises your blood pressure and impairs your memory, which then like drains your energy and sends you into depression or anxiety and, so many studies out there have proven specifically that mindfulness meditation combats the negative effects of cortisol production. Um, and I kind of want to go over that at the end. I wrote a few things down for that, um, and how exactly you can start mindfulness meditation. So just hang on for that a little bit towards the end. um, And all of these studies were significant for people of all ages and all levels. So people who just began meditation or people who have been doing it for a while, it produces the same effects. So yeah, just like instead of letting all these stressful events build up and create a fear of the world, only to just dodge those reoccurring spouts of depression try meditation. Um, there's always going to be things that come up unexpectedly. And instead of listening to those old sayings, like, well, life is just unfair. uh, Like, why don't we learn how to see the world differently so we can handle these situations that arise just sounds, sounds more ideal. Um, over time, I feel like, As I've practiced practiced this, I've gotten to this point, not fully, obviously, but definitely a better headspace to handle situations that come my way. And something that used to just send me over was the topic of finances. You know, I was a student. I didn't have that much money, and I was always down to the wire. And when someone brought up money, like my mom or, you know, someone that's like, oh, you need to pay me for this – I would just freak out and be completely engulfed in my head and fear of not being good enough or not being able to support myself or have the ability to pay bills. And now after practicing this for a while, I feel like I just see things differently, not only from a clear headspace, but things are just external to me and they're not something I identify with anymore. And I just feel like I have the ability to Release my identity from the voice in my head that says that I'm incapable of doing something. For example, something came up a few days ago regarding something I had to pay for that was really expensive and I felt those old habits creep in and then I just stopped myself because this practice is something that you can literally see the benefits not physically like or not tangibly, but you can feel them. And that's what's really cool about it. And I realized it's something that is going to come up later. Like there's always going to be things we have to pay for. So let's learn how to cope with it right now. And I allowed it to come in And I started thinking about how I have full capability of paying for this over a set of time. I'm not going to die. I'm not going to go broke because of this. And I then just journaled about how proud I was of myself for the progress that I made. And um, I, I feel like you just start to tap into that soul part of you where your intuition comes from and where your ego does not live. And when you're in that headspace, no one can tell you that you're not capable of something. I just, you know, you just start to picture yourself with more power and realizing that those voices aren't even yours. And I think mindfulness meditation is a good place to start. What it is, is bringing your awareness to the present moment and allowing things just to exist as they are without judgment and it it just like boosts your self-esteem and confidence so much because you know that you're capable of handling these situations and i don't know you know those kind of people you meet and they're just genuinely calm and collected well they probably practice meditation and i say that because that's it is a practice and you can't expect yourself to be good all the time or right from the start just like you wouldn't take up running and then sign up for a marathon you just start with jogging and with mindfulness meditation you become aware of your surroundings and you realize that the only thing and the most powerful thing you have control over is how you react in situations which is so key in living a peaceful life and like I said there's always going to be things that are coming your way that you have to deal with and You know, certain people that challenge you, which can bring down your confidence and self-esteem. So it's important to know how to deal with them and situations rationally, allowing them to surface and be acknowledged and learning how to correct them. And I talk a lot about this with intuitive eating and how being mindful is really helpful when choosing what to eat and tuning into your body. Like if you eat throughout the day, your mind is primed and it has the energy to function and think clearly and you're able to make more conscious decisions as to what to eat. And when you hear that voice saying, oh, I've eaten too much today or so you need to skip dinner or I didn't do anything to deserve that dessert, you can kind of sink back in on that soul level and say, wait, that is not my voice. That is like external projections um and some yeah something external um this also goes for depression so people who struggle with depression are often prone to sinking back into that hole because they engage in things that continue the cycle like laying in bed or eating bad food, but mindfulness meditation brings you into this heightened state of awareness and a more stable mindset where you can make more rational decisions and find that motivation inside you that allows you to hop out of bed and move around for a bit and get out of that like pit of despair. Um, A cool study that I found was from the University of Exeter which used two groups that were recovering from depression and one group only used medication and one group used medication in addition to mindfulness meditation and we found that half of the group who used only medication relapsed back into depression because they were engaging in those familiar behaviors that kept them in that state and this also goes to show that your mind is more powerful than medication and it literally prevented the medication from doing its job and then the group that used mindfulness meditation were significantly less likely to relapse because they were less likely to engage in those depressive behaviors because they were in a, they were in a just better mindset and I, I know that sounds kind of vague but I hope I'm explaining this um, well and how you can practice this is you you sit down and well there's multiple ways to practice this but the first one is you sit down you look around the room and you pick out a few things that you can see smell touch taste or hear this can be like feeling your hand on your leg or a gentle breeze or smelling the lotion that you put on or if your eyes are open looking around the room and I'm just observing your space and naming a few things that you see and I think this practice is really good, especially if you're just getting started because you can have your eyes open and it's not that kind of intimidating, leg crossed, eyes closed, sitting on the ground, facing your thoughts kind of thing. It's, that's kind of hard to do at first. Um, but with this, your senses are honed in on the present moment and your surroundings. So that's pretty much the goal, being present with yourself and your space and I also have some tips to um, help if you kind of struggle to quiet your mind. One of the things I like to do is to follow my breath and I use colors as something that helps me. So when I'm sitting there as I'm breathing in and out, which is a way to, as you focus on your breath, it also hones yourself into the present moment. I picture a certain color going in and a certain color going out. So as I'm breathing in, it's like I'm breathing in blue air. And as I'm breathing out, I breathe the red air because it's warm and I visualize that breath. And then you'll notice like for a full five minutes go by that you're focused on these colors and you realize that you didn't really have any external chatter and thoughts and you're focused in on nothing but the present. And I think quieting your mind can be kind of intimidating. Like before I discovered mindfulness meditation, I would just try and sit down and do that like, you know, cross-legged thing and picture a blank mind and I would get bored it, our minds are just so used to focusing on so many different things that when we focus on nothing, it's like, okay, what am I even doing? I'm bored. Um, the point of this whole experience is to separate yourself from the inner voice and become the observer and also practicing the ability to interrupt the chatter or the ego and realizing that you are not that voice. And the, that voice that displays an endless supply of self-limiting beliefs and conditioning and destructive thoughts and fear and desire it's not you you're the one observing it and i truly think that detaching yourself from that voice is the first step into claiming your power that you hold as an energetic being which we all are and i think it's it's just such a cool thing to be able to cultivate for yourself um I've noticed I've become a way more calm version of myself and on days where I take time in the morning, especially to meditate, I kind of just go about the day and I just frolic around and I just accept things as they are and and notice the world and the chaos and the noise going on around me and just remain in that headspace where if I'm kind of succumbing to the negative beliefs or self-limiting beliefs in my head during the day, I'll just come back to that centered space and be like, hello? Oh, like none of that's me. Like the person saying hello in your head is not even you. Like try that. If you're ever just like completely caught up in your mind and you're sitting there and you're engulfed in these this inner chatter, just say hello in your mind. It's honestly kind of funny because you realize you're like, oh my god, I have been listening to this voice in my head f- my own whole life, my entire life. I've been judging the world and allowing these perceptions from other people to fall into my mind and then you say hello who's in there like it's it's not you and yeah it's just a it's a really cool experience and i think like in the movies where the people have superpowers and we're like oh that's not real like superpowers don't exist this is a superpower like this is the ability to find peace and All the money in the world cannot bring you this sense of wholeness. So I challenge you to try this out in the morning, especially Um, something I really introduced into my life was the habit of keeping my phone kind of out of arm's reach right when I wake up, other than turning off my alarm, of course, but staying off social media for like the first hour ideally of your morning because you set yourself up if you go on like Instagram and so scroll through social media and look at what the world is doing right from the start it brings you all automatically into this like chaotic state where like oh my god I see this person you know doing this and I'm not doing enough and I don't look like that and I blah 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 blah, blah and my body is not how I want it to look because I'm looking at this influencer who's editing their photos anyway like eliminating that will set you up for such a better day and that is something now in my life is a like something I I will not allow myself to do in the morning anymore unless there's something I need to do but like just giving yourself that quiet hour in the morning before you go off into the world and recenter take a few moments to like take a deep breath or whatever that is for you it will literally impact your day so much and now i feel like when i do have those days where i'm just like Meh, like i just want to go on my phone right now like right when i wake up i i notice it throughout the day that i'm kind of just in like I feel a little bit more lost and like disorganized or kind of just chaotic. So I I think a lot of people are resistant to trying this because number one, they don't want to face what their mind is saying, or they're just afraid that they're not going to be able to quiet their mind. But like I said earlier, it is a practice and you are completely capable of of incorporating this into your life it just takes a little a couple little tries and then you'll start to see the effects of it um yeah I think I think that's all that I had to say um try something new just try it (laughs) um and if you have one of those days where you wake up and you're like I just wanna go on my phone and blah, blah, blah. Just forgive yourself. Just, it's okay to not be on top of everything every single day. Like, there's a lot going on in this world. Just know that you're doing your best and showing up for yourself will allow you to show up in the world better, I think. So, that's all I have to say today. I hope you have a marvelous Monday. And, uh, I'm always sending you so much love. And if you want to connect, just DM me on Instagram and yeah, have a good day.